You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org slash podcasts. So Amelia Fruby here in the Chirp Studios today with Izzy Olive of Half a Gringa. Thanks so much for joining us. Let's start by talking about your name. So uh, <laughs> why did you choose Half Gringa? Where does that come from? What's it mean to you? Sure. Question I get a lot um, <laughs> from the general public. Um, so Half Gringa is sort of a joke to myself that I mm-hmm. um, decided to call the band. Originally, when I started recording music, I was doing it under the name Tin Silos when I was um, an undergraduate at the University of Chicago and um, just like recording stuff in my dorm room. And then about a year and uh, no, about a year ago, I decided to change the name to something that was a little bit more relevant to my identity. Um, at that point, it kind of felt like Tin Silos just didn't really mean anything to me anymore. Um, I do have a strong identity as a Midwesterner. Um, I've lived in the Midwest my whole life. And I think it it, it felt like something that I wanted to um, hold on to. But at the same time, um, so I'm Latina. My mom's from Caracas, Venezuela, and um, and our whole family lives there. Um, except for her, she immigrated to the United States in um, 1987. Yes, 1987. So that that's like a part of my identity that I felt like was appearing more and more in my music unintentionally and um it's something that i realized i wanted to sort of make more of the the forefront of the content that i write about so it's more of like i guess half gringa is more of a question than a response in terms of like naming something um and it's sort of a direction that i give myself when i'm thinking about what my writing is doing um, in terms of content and then also in terms of like soul searching slash personality creation, I guess. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I really like what you said that half gringa is more of a question than a statement. Who who do you think you're posing that question to? I think uh, I'm proposing that question to myself most of the time. I think a lot of my music has to do with sort of like internal struggles, um, internal like meaning literally inside of myself, but then also internally um, in sort of uh, a more general domestic um, sense, like sort of okay. the internal workings of like a household or a community talking about the internal politics of like what it is to be you know American and also be Latina and also be like extremely white (laughs) passing as well like Mm -hmm. those are all things that I constantly think about all of the time not just in my music but also just like places uh, where I am living as an American and then also where it is like when I go home to visit all of our family and how that's like constantly changing and shifting and like so sort of different lenses you can look at it under. So you also said that you felt like your relationship with your your family and with Venezuela itself kind of had been coming into your music more and more. How did you begin to see that? How do you think you're do it's appearing now? Um, I think the first time that I really like recognized it as a thing was when I was working on a song called Alimony. Um, and I realized like after we had already like performed it as a band together like I wrote it and recorded a demo just me and then um went through some edits with the band and then once I had actually like gone through and performed it a couple of times I realized like oh my god this song is not what I thought it was about like I thought that it was about this thing and then it ended up being more about because I think um you know the topic of like divorce and the idea of alimony um is something that 
a lot of people deal with in a very literal way and I was sort of like using it as a metaphor and I didn't I just like thought it was an interesting concept and also because like I was looking to write something that was sort of like a murder ballad but like not quite uh that explicitly um and so I wrote this song and then realized like oh this is actually I think this could be like if I made a couple more edits like about what it's like to try and get alimony from like a country like feeling like you deserve something more than what you've been given by your homeland um and so Mm -hmm. i i sort of shifted the focus of that song and it's a lot more about like um just trying to get feeling like you want something more um from the country that you're born into because it's let you down in some ways does that impact your reflections on your relationship then with the U.S. or your relationship with Venezuela? Um, so you say, you know, your this song, Alimony, is kind of about your mother's relationship with her home country. Mm-hmm. And then for you, where do you think already you've referred to home as both in Venezuela and here? So how do you negotiate that kind of relationship to home? Yeah, it's um, it's weird. It's because yeah. it, it's also because like, you know, I, I live here primarily. I, I was like born here and I grew up here and mm-hmm. I um, have been, I can like remember every single time that I've been back to Caracas. Like I, mm-hmm. I think the time, um, in between visits has gotten longer and longer as I've gotten older and older, which makes sense, like going mm-hmm. to school and, and stuff like that. Um, and so the last time I was there was this past Christmas and the time I had been there before that was like five years before that. Mm-hmm. And then like three years before that and so on and so forth. So it's weird because every time I go back, I think my, my feeling of belonging sort of changes in a different way mm-hmm. um, in some aspects for better and some aspects for worse. I think if alimony is like the sort of like dealing with this like really fraught relationship, I went and I wrote another song called The Architect when I was there last winter that kind of felt more like trying to suss out this feeling of like very much feeling at home, like very much yeah. feeling when you go there that it's like, oh, like this is like a piece that, is missing a lot of times um and it it feels really nice but then at the same time there's something that feels kind of like you're looking at it through glass we drove by a truck of bones in plain daylight just a pile uncontained i went white the takeoff made me cry but i took it tell me why come here just to lie I didn't come here not to try so what then about Chicago is there something in in this city that makes you feel like really at home here um I think especially 
in the sort of like larger Midwestern context, I think the sense of community is really intense. I feel like, um, you know, not just in my own sphere of friends, but also like in the music community and like the city of Chicago just really loves everything about itself you know but not in a pretentious way that I feel like some other cities are like we're the greatest it's like Mm -hmm. I don't think we really care about being the greatest we just like want to be great together yeah which I love that I really love that um so let's get back to your music I know I took like a (laughs) no it's great (laughs) left turn immediately your sound really seems to come out of kind of a tradition of country music and not in like country Taylor Swift sort of way but you talked already about trying to write a murder ballad so like back in the tradition of a Loretta Lynn or a Johnny Cash or something like that um how do you relate to that influence do you see it are there particular artists that you kind of have in mind yeah sure I mean I think it's definitely like sort of a mixture um because I was really into country music when I was a kid like Leanne Rimes was one of the first artists that I really <laughs> loved I was in her fan club yes. I went and saw her to the Decoin State Fair when I was seven years old it was great um and then I kind of walked away from that for a while because I also really loved like just punk rock like I listened to Green Day for like four years straight and mm-hmm. like got really into that sort of like very visceral self-expression yeah. um, and then ended up returning to sort of more like indie folk um, leaning towards alt country music like Nico mm-hmm. Case. I love Nico Case, um, mm-hmm. which I feel like is pretty clear <laughs> in my music, <laughs> especially like the Virginian Nico Case and her boyfriends. That stuff is really great. Yeah. And then um and then also like, yeah, like a lot of 90s um, or early 2000s pop country music. Tell me a little bit about how your most recent, well, I guess your most recent album seems, to, <laughs> I mean, it was your Half Gringa EP that mm-hmm. came out last summer. And then you put out another kind of few tracks that you said will be on an upcoming album mm-hmm. next year. Yeah, this, the this demos. Year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about how Half Gringa came together? Um, so I was doing that solo project and I'd been like doing a string of freelance jobs and then I worked at a tech company for like a year and I really just wanted to kind of get out of just writing stuff in my bedroom and do something that was a little heavier. Um, so I got a couple of friends from bands, uh, in college, like my bassist, um, Andres Fonseca, Um, was in a band with me when we were in college that we just sort of did as a fun thing. We had another friend, Ivan Paizo, who plays trumpet with us, um, who was also at the U of C and started a brass band while he was there. And I I knew I was like, I really want trumpet in this band. I'm going to get it. (laughs) And tricked him somehow. And then um, my friend Sean uh, Seville plays drums. And he's a friend from like elementary school mm-hmm. um and he moved up here um to take a job in software development and i was like you want to play in my band on weekends it'll be really cool and then he said yeah and so we just have been together for a year and a half and mm-hmm. playing playing shows around it's been really great i think that's all for tonight uh great. thank you so much for coming in this has been great to hear all about you and your music thanks uh, and i can't wait to see you around thank you so much You can find this and other interviews at tripradio.org slash podcasts. Trip Radio, hear what's next. Where is-